So what? We watch anime. So what? We play League. We're just having fun. We don't care who sees. So what? We stay in. It don't bother me. Living young, pale and nerdy. Hello and welcome to the Rain Entertainment Podcast, episode 204 for June 30th, 2019. My name is Nathan Rain Spruth, and joining me this week, we have Connor the Cyberpunk Monk Bash. Quack. And we have Aroa Andrew McFain. Quack. And of course, I'm your host, Nathan Rain Spruth. So, uh, Connor, other than quacking, what games have you played this week? Oh my god. Uh, so let me start off at the beginning of the week. Uh, I want to start off by saying that Mortal Kombat 11 on Switch is currently broken. Does not load at all. I tried playing it. I really tried, but it just crashes. So I really regret spending money on that. Then Good. played a little bit of Skyrim VR because I had that Skyrim itch again. And really, if you're going to play a game, you might as well play it in VR, right? And then something we'll talk about a little later, the Steam, the Steam Summer Sale is going on. So I picked up some games on there. I picked up Gorn, which I didn't end up liking as much as I thought I would. And I picked up Pavlov VR, which I like a lot more than I thought I was going to. They just ring the bell. Does it just ring your bell? Yeah, it's it's re it's really good. It, yeah. uh, it's it's Counter Strike in VR, which is the perfect video game. Yeah, yeah, that sounds good. I don't like Counter Strike very much, so people take it way too seriously, and I just. It's it's not a very casual game. People are like, you must spend your entire life playing this game. Well, so. you know, my favorite thing is to tell Nathan Reed and Spruth to get good. Yes. So have exactly. you tried getting good yet? No. No, I haven't. Actually, I am very bad. I am very, very bad at that game. Andrew Roe McFain. Wrong. What games have you played? Did you, did you pre-order the Index? I, um... So... I had fully intended to, uh, and then lots of shit happened. We talked about it, the the car thing. Yeah, so uh, I do have a reservation uh, to pre-order, because that makes fucking sense, right? That's yeah. the world we live in. Yeah, that's the world we um, live in now. But yeah, other than that, I um, yeah, I don't, I don't have the ability to get the index as ma- as badly as I wanted. I just want the controllers because so, uh, Blade and Sorcery, which I keep calling Sword and Sorcery, which is a very different game. Um, Blade and Sorcery just added index support. And... Now, now, can you just buy the controllers? Yes. Yes. Okay. Like 300 bucks or something like that. Oh. Yep. I know you can get and the they're... headset. I know you can get the headset for five hundred. Yeah, I think it's six hundred. Is it five hundred? It's, it's uh, five. It's, I it's think. Like, I, I think it's five for the headset, and then like it was like seven hundred for the headset with the controllers. So yeah, I, I was gonna say two hundred then. Yeah, I was gonna say it's like five for the headset, two for the controllers, and then like another hundred, hundred and fifty for the bases. But we all we all already have the bases. Yeah, we have five so, bases. We don't need to upgrade. Yeah, I, so, I don't actually even think that's an upgrade. I think they're basically the they are, they are in a different shell. They right? are they are somewhat of an upgrade. They have increased range and accuracy. Well, not even accuracy, just increased range, really. Oh, well, oh, okay. and my uh, my one point 
eight by two point two meter room doesn't need any more rain. Yeah. I think it works just fine. Yeah, yeah. My uh my closet that I use as a gaming room uh is is pretty good with the vibe right now. So I kind of wish like if I owned my own house, I would just turn my living a room, room into a VR den. Well, my my living room would be where I would do my VR. Yeah, when my sister moves out, I might actually just do that. Turn her bedroom into the the new office. Yeah. Um, yeah having I, two... I have a bedroom size area dedicated to VR, and it's it's pretty yeah. nice. Having two bedrooms is awesome, but there there's a general rule which no matter how much space you have, you will fill it up. And so I'm getting to the point where I want another room, which is bad. You should uh, get rid of some of your stuff. Read I some should. Mary Kondo. I should. I should get rid of some of my stuff. Anyway, what games have you played this week, Aroa? Well, the newest uh, update for WoW came out. I've been playing a lot of that. WoW um, Classic? No, oh. that's not an update. That's a downgrade. Um, well. I, I also started... Uh, messing around with uh, a game that I have been backing on Patreon for quite some time. Uh, Monster Girl Island Prologue came out on Steam recently. That's that's nice. So, so Connor, where where can we find you online? It is an actual (laughs) game, by the way. Oh, good. It is a visual novel. Oh, good. Um, uh, Red. Sort of sex thing. It is. Uh, but it also like red slash red, red ams. I don't know how to pronounce the full thing. Everyone just calls them red. Uh, red has put a lot of effort into this game and being a one man developer from Br- Brazil, I think. Uh, it's pretty impressive what yeah. he's managed to do. Um, that said, he is making more money than I make in an entire year over the course of like three months or so. So. You know, I would hope that he'd be able to put something together that's pretty decent. Yeah, you'd Andrew, hope so. All you have to do is start making smut. That's true. You just need to do You're it. You're right. I'm well on my way. I, our... I saw your last YouTube video. I believe it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> fucking but, weird, dude. Uh, let's, let's talk about what games... Have you played anything else other than Monster Girl Island? Uh, and, the, and the usual. WoW and uh, the Fate Go. Fate, stay, Mobile go. shit. Yeah, mobile shit. No. Uh, I have played The Witcher 3, which, as everyone knows, is a really good game. Uh, I made I made some decisions, and I have to stick with them in the game. Uh, basically, uh, spoilers, since I don't think either of you are going to play the game. Probably not. I may or may did, not have got a guy... Did you fuck a dog? No. Uh, what? Although, although the guy that I know that did that, um, is out of He's out of jail. Oh, um, I thought you were talking about in-game. No, That's no, no. Not better that you know someone who did that. <laughs> it's different that it's not in the same context. <laughs> my my sister messaged me, and she's like, "Look at this," and it was uh, this old guy that I used to go to college with, and because we lived in the same town, we were carpool buddies for a while, but we never hung. I want to just emphasize, we never hung out. Uh huh. Just just did the carpool. And my sister my, sounds like you're yeah. screwed the pooch on that decision. <laughs> and she sends me a uh, a headline, which is 
uh, you know, Prineville man has sex with dog or something like that. And she's like, look who it is. And I was like, God damn it. And I'm not going to say his name, but you you know, there's like, if somebody came up to me and said, okay, one of the people you know has had sex with a dog, my brain would be, it's that guy. I know who it is. I know exactly who it is. And yeah, it's that guy. I was guy. looking them up. But he's, yeah. he's out of jail. I saw him at the uh, the store the other day, and I turned the other way. So um, it's it's great because I know this guy's first name now, and uh-huh. I know another guy you know with that first name. I'm yes. not even going to read the rest of the article. I'm just going to assume it was him. Yes, That's exactly. That's we haven't seen from your friend in a while now. Yes. Um, but anyway, different guy, by the way. Anyway, so not my head I'm, I'm going – Going back to The Witcher 3, where uh, no dog sex happens, I believe. I, I haven't got that far in the story yet, but I'm going to imagine no dog sex. I'm, anyway. I'm going to put that as a, a minimum requirement for a good video game. It needs to have absolutely zero dog sex. <laughs> yes. and uh, But I, I ended up... Uh, do. There's a part in the story where you can either like save a woman... Or depending on your actions, she ends up Rape dying. Woman? No, no, she ends up dying. I actually and... think I know what part you're talking about. Isn't it like the the witches or the bogs or yeah, 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 the like hags. I, the... I know what you're talking about. We we know all about hags. Um, but anyway, so they end up getting a woman killed, and then her husband ends up hanging himself. It's good times, good times, and that's that's how my story went. However, on in my defense, if I did not have her die and him hang himself, then the orphans that were living in the orphanage orphanage would have gotten eaten by the crones. So, like, it, it's a double-edged sword. Either they eat the children or the two people die. Which anyway. isn't that always what it's down to in every life decision. Exactly. At least... At least they give you different moral decisions in the game other than you can murder everyone or save this kitten. Uh, um, I also... A quote from a card comes to life just because the way that game handles decisions and that's, yeah. it's possible to make no wrong decisions and still lose. And I exactly. feel like The Witcher 3 has some missions that are very on fleek with that. Yeah, yeah. Um, like uh, That's from Star Trek as well. TNG. So, yeah. So... Going, going, uh, going back. I played some Final Fantasy fourteen, and I played some uh, Slay the Spire. Oh, yeah, that's right. I thought you were farming classes or something. I'm just trying to get my paladin up to up to level. I think it's eighty now. They're they're raising it up to level eighty. I'm only level thirty nine, so I'm halfway there almost. So just trying to get my paladin up, and you can buy levels now. You can skip through the story, and I was just like, that's not happening. I will just... I love it when games let you not play their game. Yeah, that's... Is that, I... is that with real money, or... Yes. <sighs> yeah, you can you can buy your way to level 70, I think. So... <sighs> yeah, that, that works so well for WoW. Yeah, I don't... I don't like it, and a lot of games are doing it. And the first game I ever heard of doing it was uh, Dark Age of Camelot. You could buy your way to maximum level after a while. So It's like, what's it, the fucking point of making a game, then? Well, I Here's think... all the shit you can experience, and for 20 bucks, you ain't gotta see none of it. Well, I think that part of it is so many people have created and gone through the storyline already 
that right, people just looking for end game content. Yeah. Right. Well, well, like maybe they should just set it to her once you make it through the whole game, once you don't have to play through all that bullshit again. But yeah. That mean that they exactly. Can't sell you level skips. That's that's sort of what I was just gonna say. Like, if you're level yeah. fifty-five, you could play a death knight now, or maybe you could just make anyone at level fifty-five again. Yes, exactly. So, but hey, that's like that's that. good game design. We don't we don't play good video games around here. No, we do not. Hence why you're playing Skyrim VR. Anyway, I, I actually don't know how good that is. I'm, it's I'm sure it's great. fine. I'm sure it's fine. So let's move on to some stories. Oh, one that I'm really excited about. The mm-hmm. Raspberry Pi 4 has been released just randomly. It just Hooray. randomly got released. And I love the Raspberry Pi. I'm sure that Connor has used a Raspberry Pi. I'm not sure if he loves it, but I'm sure he's used I it. I do love it. Oh, okay. And, uh, uh, I would be surprised if Aroa didn't like the Raspberry Pi. Yeah, I think so, it's cool. I, I um, think it sucks that they're supposed to be 35 bucks, but you can never get them for cheaper than 70 bucks. You know, because they always pair it with stuff, right? They always, like, they'll have... And oh, here is a $330 Raspberry Pi that comes with a basic starter kit of shit that I personally would probably never use. Yeah. So, the Raspberry Pi just randomly got released on, like, a Wednesday. And uh, the they've they've had of course four well they've had four iterations but they've had like Raspberry Pi Raspberry oh, Pi two three, Raspberry Pi yeah the B the B plus like basically the same one only upgraded a little bit but they've actually released a new one with some some different features that the the three B plus didn't have uh, first things first is that it actually has full gigabit Ethernet now. It has uh, USB 3.0 on two USB ports, and then USB 2.0 on two USB ports. Doesn't that um, built-in uh, Wi-Fi yet? Uh, they've had built-in Wi-Fi since the 3B plus. Yeah, last one I got was 3B, and I had to still buy a dongle for that. Yeah, so they they have built-in uh, AC actually, so not bad. Uh, they have uh, a they have a four-pin PoE connector, which is pretty cool. They have the the basic uh well is that twenty pin or is it twenty four pin the um I think it's twenty but I'm not sure sixteen's ringing like a bell in my head I don't know why though I don't think it's sixteen it looks like it's more than sixteen I'm not gonna go and count but but they have a they have the the same GPIO connector that they had on all the other Raspberry Pis mm-hmm. um the the processor is 100 megs faster, but apparently the coding in it's a lot better, so it's anywhere from two to three times faster than the Raspberry Pi 3B+. Also 40 pins. 40 pins. Wow, okay. I was thinking 20 on each side, apparently. Uh, it That's can good. now handle uh, H.265 encoding for 4K 60p or H.264 uh, 1080p 60 frames a second. Um, one of the uh, one of the other changes to the board that I do and don't like is it now has two micro HDMI ports on it. Which have you have you used micro HDMI? They're not good. Yeah, they're... I use it for my Surface. I'm surprised they're still using just, uh, HDMI at all. Figuring that as royalties attached to it. Yeah, I kind of figured think... people were going the way of DisplayPort. Yeah, because well, DisplayPort can't open carry audio. Yeah, it True. can. 
I thought it could. I don't think no. I I usually use speakers on my DisplayPort connected stuff, but I don't think it does. Oh, well that would that no, would expl- a, that would be It's a DisplayPort. It. Well, yeah, but I thought it was functionally the same as HDMI basically. I didn't nope. realize that it didn't carry sound. Oh, interesting. You learn something new every day. Yes, um, the DisplayPort spec is an audio video interconnect spec. It carries both audio and video over a single connection. That's what I thought. Oh. Thank you. That's what Why I was does like, no one use it with audio then? I have no idea. Because even um, like the even the Vive or, or well not Vive but the Index, I think yeah. requires a separate audio cable. Mm, yeah, but it, Index has two very big screens. I, I'd forgive it if it needs a little more bandwidth or transferring stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, one of the other features that are in it that's a major one is it uses instead of micro USB, it uses a USB C now for power. Mm-hmm. Which Living I think is future. pretty cool. I think that's pretty cool. Uh, and then also, it comes with three different RAM configurations. One gig, two gig, and four gig of DDR4 RAM. That's really good. Like, I might just get Alex, our friend, a Raspberry Pi 4, and be like, hey, I fixed your computer. Play, play I, D&D with it again. I was honestly thinking about it. Like, I was, I was like, for $55... You can get him a uh, four gig ras like le- uh, Linux box, mm-hmm. and we could be like, please, please, please tank. heal us. Reeton's gonna die. Reeton's gonna die to some hags again. Um, I, no, I yeah, and then I have to get resurrected again and somehow roll a one again. Um, so so yeah, this is really neat. Uh, what were there anything else? That I mentioned, the 40-pin GPIO. Um, is there anything else new on this? I don't think so. It still uses a standard micro SD card for storage. You can, of course, hook up like external like flash drives and stuff. Uh, I guess they haven't got RetroPie working on it yet. Like it, it just isn't supported for the Raspberry Pi four yet. the The big thing about this for me is. I think that it's going to be really good for, of course, retro gaming and setting up a little, um, your own little NES, SNES thing. But the Raspberry Pi 3B Plus wasn't very good at playing PlayStation games. It would Mm -hmm. play a lot of them at full speed, but not all of them. And I think that this is going to play all PlayStation games at full speed. And... It'll play N64 games at full speed if the emulator supports the game that you're playing because I don't know why. It's been 20 years, but we still can't figure out emulation of the N64. It has to do with the way that the N64 hardware sometimes shared resources. Like, yeah. They, like they sh- wouldn't have structures with full-on like integer values. They shared integers sometimes, and... It's really fast to pull something that's already in a register, but it's not so fast to duplicate it. Yeah, we so, talked about that last week, actually, on the podcast. Well, I wasn't here last week. I know. I thought you listened to it, though. Eh, sometimes. Okay. But but yeah, that's the basically, if we didn't talk about it last week, the reason is because the N64 hardware does some tricks to make optimization a little easier. That yeah. isn't so easy to emulate, even though we have computers that are, you know, multiple uh, multiples faster. Yeah. Um, one thing... That is the last thing that's different is I believe they've uh, put another 100 megahertz on the GPU 
as well. So I think I don't think the GPU has got that much of an upgrade. Though hopefully it got enough. Oh, uh, Bluetooth got upgraded to five point Cool. So anyway, uh, you can get the Raspberry Pi four now. Shockingly, for uh, thirty five dollars for the one gig, forty five dollars for the two gig, and fifty five dollars for the four gig versions. Which fifty? If you talked to me ten years ago and told me that you'd be able to get a four gig, four gigs of DDR four RAM in a computer i would have been the like whoa credit card. yeah i'd be like whoa you're the... the notion of a computer the size of a credit card was just like what well the size uh. of a credit card and also like this is comparable to like a low-end system that you can buy from like dell yeah uh, i and... looking at this i would almost consider not like buying lenovo's for my enterprise level solutions or dell or whatever the hell's cheap just yeah. buy a fuck ton of pies. Throw them in the back of a tower. They're tiny enough where you could fucking zip tie them onto the grill if you really wanted to. Yeah. Well, of course, the, the problem you run into is they're still ARM processors. Yeah, that you, you do run into that. However, when they launched the site for the Raspberry Pi 4, they launched the website is being hosted by a bunch of Raspberry Pis in a cluster. Makes so sense. So it is... I think I believe there's 18 Raspberry Pi 4s running their website. And then I think Cloudflare is handling a lot of or some of the back end stuff, but the actual hosting is on the Raspberry Pis, which I think is pretty cool. So That is neat. Um I know one person who's going to be very excited about this, uh my friend James. Uh the one who likes uh, who who contacts Connor every once in a while and tells him to put in a uh, Put in the bell, I guess. Anyway, right there. You're welcome. So he makes his own arcade cabinets. So this this will probably be a boon to his little side job he has going there. And I hate to say it, they look really nice. They're really good cabinets. Uh, he makes the half cabs, so you put them on a, like a... A table or something or a, a table bar. or something, yeah, or a bar, and they're... Does he make them just running with a Pi inside? Or does he have like a a dedicated board? So he has a Raspberry Pi that he uses. He uses a Raspberry Pi 3. And then Uh uh, he also buys like the joysticks and stuff and wires them up himself. That's not too hard though, especially on Pi. Uh, Does he run a MAME or something like that? Yeah, he runs MAME on it. Cool. He's, He's really like he only likes old school arcade games though. So all That's the ones fine. he Some makes, of the old school arcade games are the best. Yeah. So, but he doesn't like anything newer than like 1982. So it's all like it's always Donkey Kong and uh, and Pac Man and Galaga. But anything after like you know, the only early some 80s. of the biggest selling arcade cabinets ever. Whatever. Right. 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 But I mean, he puts, you know, of course he's using an emulator, so he puts a bunch of ROMs on there. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, I'm sure he'll really like this because uh, it'll be a little bit better to handle some of the newer games if you ever wanted to put newer games on there. Let's move on, and we'll talk about another really old thing that I definitely am not considering buying. Uh, They're making a Commodore 64. Like, just a... No. It's not a Mini? It's not a Mini. They're just re-releasing the Commodore 64. Yes. With uh, with some cooked in stuff. Well, and and uh, HDMI port. Right, upgrades, but yeah. Huh. I kind of figured this was like 
what Nintendo were doing. No. Well, yes, they well, already, already they already did a mini one, didn't they? They did, but so here's the I mean the thing about the Commodore 64 Mini is that it comes it has like the keyboard on the thing, but first off the keyboard's really small, and secondly it's not usable. It's just plastic. Oh, cosmic. Yeah, screw yeah. that. Um, and then you plug in a keyboard and stuff, and you do stuff on it. They're they're. This is from Destructoid. They're re-releasing the Commodore 64, just the full thing. And uh, it says it's set for a release date of December 5th. It'll be retailing for 110 pounds, I believe, or 120 euros. And will include the device with a fully functioning keyboard, the ability to boot into BASIC, and compatibility mode with the Commodore FIC-20. There will be an HDMI output for modern displays and a bunch of pre-installed titles, uh, California games, Boulder Dash, Paranoid, uh, uh, Par- Paradroid, sorry, uh, Hover Baver, Hover Bobber, Bobber. What I want to see them do, and Attack I think it was the with the Camels. Commodore, but maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. Is you used to be able to get magazines that would give you the code that would allow you to make your own games. Yeah. Yes. I want. I want to see them do that again. I thought, uh, like, as far as experiences, I missed out on just because of my age. That's one of the ones I really would like to do, even you know, someday. Oh, you wanna you wanna go through and then like, well, you'll be able to do that because you can launch into Basic. I mean, technically, I could do that right now. But I was just talking about like the feeling of doing it on the console. I like. Oh if right, that's right. Still going to be an option. It will be. You you can launch into Basic and do it. Cool. <laughs> so um yeah it says we are I delighted might, oh. i might get one of these actually as a I, gift a gift for your pal Reeton? a gift for my mom actually oh does she really like the commodore 64 that this was that was something what connor just described is something that my mom used to talk about all the time whenever she was a kid oh that would be she had cool. a magazine subscription and like every month it would it would come in and sometimes there'd be bugs in the code that they that they shipped so then yeah. you'd either have to debug it yourself or the next month there'd be a patch in the, <laughs> in, the in the magazine in this week's article sorry we fucked up yeah basically <laughs> that is that but is pretty great if they had a service like that today where i could pay someone 12 bucks a month and they'd give me a program to write i'd still do that that's all. That is very appealing to me as somebody who just likes to create stuff. Sometimes You're just... it does. It yeah. That would be just a cool way because like we we have so many like learn to program things that I are know really to... I, yeah, I and they're they're really program. they're really guided and they're always for like big baby retards. Yeah, and not the exact having, words I'd use, but yeah, having something that's a little more advanced available that's just like here's this project here's how to do it and like that would be way more fun hobbyist programmer digest if that doesn't exist let's make a business that would be that would be neat now now i wonder like i'm just i'm just brainstorming here obviously we have um we we have kind of the death of the magazine right now like there are some magazines that exist but they're at like Somehow. 15 yeah, percent dig- of what they used to be digital releases it's where it's at so it would be pretty cool maybe when this thing releases uh connor connor could start like the commodore 64 
basic guides and then like have a newsletter that people can subscribe to and they'll get mm -hmm. emailed codes every month. We'll call like, it binging with Besh. Yes. Nobody, nobody has a name like that, right? Yes. Perfect. Perfect. I, I actually think this is really neat. Um, I remember a few years ago they were making compute, like just new computers inside the Commodore 64 shell. And I thought that was really yeah. cool. I really wish I could get like the Commodore 64 and like just computer system. That'd be pretty. You neat. should talk to um, Earl Gray. I feel like he'd be able to get his hands on one of those. Probably. Um, Actually, and... there's one for sale at that uh, that place you and I went to. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they had one in box there. Oh, that's Come back cool. to Illinois. About the same price too. Oh, there's a there's another thing I would like to do. I'm I'm really lazy and I just don't have enough time to do it. But it would be uh, a lot of people have been hollow hollowing out their old Xbox consoles and then turning them into computer cases. Yeah, and that's really cool too. Um, I now think that would be something. That would be something I would use a Pi for. That would be that would be interesting, and you could put a bunch of different like add-ons into the original Xbox. Problem uh, is, my original Xbox is already running Linux. That's yes, but uh, but let's it's be a fair. Pentium three. <laughs> okay, good point. Good point. With a with a modified, what is it? It's a sixty five hundred GT or something like that in there. Like it's. It's a Something really old terrible. graphics card. Man, yeah. I just remember going to Blockbuster, renting games, and downloading them, Ugh. and feeling like I was fucking breaking the system. <laughs> oh, I did that shit with my hack PS3. Bro, oh, yeah. I'd go go down to Family Video, rent like eight games for one night, and the dude would be like, all right, okay, and then just go home and just rip them all onto my hard drive. Mm -hmm. I have I have a hacked PS3 right now, so it's it's pretty neat. I like it. I need to replace the uh, hard drive in it with a like a two terabyte hard drive. Anyway, uh, you should get that for your mom. I think she would be honestly. If she cries, you have to tell me because I could see her crying if you got her one. Yes, yeah. like I can see that. Um, we're moving on, and we're moving on to something we talked about a little bit last week, but it actually happened. The test for halo reach is now on pc uh did Hooray. any of us get into that i didn't i didn't get into i the didn't test. yay i'm not i'm not even in the i'm not like, either whatever the hell is called insider program or whatever yeah yeah i'm and just it says, happy that it's happening things uh, are me moving too. people are talking about it me too it says that there are less than 1000 halo insiders involved and they're playing just one campaign mission so it's not like it's a huge multiplayer fest. It's just it's one campaign. Just a test. I get it. Yeah. Uh, but we were talking about earlier is apparently there's more than 1,000 insiders who have been playing the game. I, yeah. I, I don't have an article to share for this, but a whole bunch of people actually were saying that some of the copies that people got access to were distributed. And 3.343 uh, 3 Studios is going on the deep end and saying, all right. Uh, if we didn't give you one and you're online, you're banned. Which sucks, but I get it. Which, by the way, uh, if you're if you're playing online for a a game that you pirated, you're yeah, don't stupid. Do you don't. There do are that. so many people who don't get that too. Yeah, they're, they're they're just like, can I play online with this? No, don't stop. 
Well, it reminds me of do that. it reminds me of the uh, Batman uh, Arkham Arkham Asylum when it first released, and people were going to the forum and they're like, "Hey, man, my uh, my glide thing stopped working," and they're like, "Yeah, because that's our that's the thing we put in if you pirate the game, you dumbass." Like, if you're pirating the game and something's not working, obviously, don't talk, don't ask them for help on how to fix it. <laughs> like, hey, you guys need to fix your game that I stole. Yeah, we did that on purpose. Oh. Ridiculous that I paid nothing for this $60 game, and it's not working correctly. So Seriously, what I-, I paid $100 for a game that's not working correctly right now. Fuck you, yeah. Combat 11. Yeah. Um, I'm really, I'm really excited for Halo. They haven't announced Halo on the, they haven't announced, like, they haven't released a release date yet. I know, it and, still just says coming soon on Steam. Yeah. So, Bullshit. it does say that here, though, that there will be, like, seasons, I guess, mm-hmm. with Halo. And so you can unlock gear, but unlike other games, like, Overwatch, let's just say Overwatch, that gear is not going to be locked after that season. So you can still get it even after that season is over, which I like. I don't like the idea that you can only get certain gear at certain times. Uh, I understand why you do that, but come on, just just allow us to unlock the gear, guys. It's, that's good. No, you can only get the content when we say you can get it. So did either of you pirate the game? Ah, uh-huh. ah. Uh-huh. Aroa? No, I don't care. Did you pirate yeah, it, Aroa, play it online? No, I, I don't. I don't care enough. Oh, okay. Uh, let's move I heard on. Aroa say Halo was his favorite game. So, let let us talk about the Index, I believe. Oh, no, I'm sorry, not the Index. The, the game Steam Summer Sale. What games have you bought on the Steam Summer Sale again? You bought the Pavlov VR and you bought Gorn, right? Gorn and Pavlov. I might buy... Pathfinder? I don't know. Yeah, Pathfinder is good. I think you'd really like it. I believe that, but Pavlov. Yeah. Uh, Did you buy anything, Aroa, on the Steam Summer Sale? Not yet. That doesn't mean I won't. Yeah. But when does it, it have to be something? Uh, uh, July 9th. So, yeah. Okay, so we got a while. Longer. The, the reason I ask is, well, I mean... July 9th is 10 days from now. So. A week and some change is not that much time. That's quite a while for a sale, man. Only if your games stay in your wish list, though. That's true. Well, uh, apparently. That was was a good segue. So. They had some issues where. I guess. The, I haven't even done anything with the Steam Summer Sale. I've been so busy. But apparently they've had... With this this year, in order to get your game from your wish list, you have to do races or something. That's the game this year for the Steam Summer Sale. The The Steam Summer Sale browser-style games usually suck anyways. The last one they did where it was like an alien... Whatever, Invasion? It, it, yeah. it was really bad. Yeah. But you can uh, you can earn games from your wish list off of the off the game that you play in the the steam browser and it's a race so it says here from tom's hardware the valve 
Grand Prix is a store-based minigame that's going alongside the Steam Summer Sale, where customers can win games currently listed in their wish list. The game is based off of how much users shop, with every dollar spent equaling an additional 100 points players can earn for their daily maximum number of points. Completing quests and claiming achievements can also award points that can be that can add up to your total score. At the end of the day, random members of the top first, second, and third place teams will receive the top items from their wish lists. Apparently, that wasn't very clear. The contest has been more than a little convoluted and difficult to understand, and as a result, users have been scrambling to rearrange games in their wish lists in an effort to win the games they really wanted to be rewarded with. For many, this meant kicking smaller and cheaper indie games to the curb and removing them entirely. Uh, This is harmful to indie developers, many of whom have worked quite hard to encourage users to use the the wish list for their games. Losing hard-earned progress in the blink of an eye, all in the name of a free game. So, um, yeah... Apparently, that's not very good. It says, we designed something pretty complicated with a whole bunch of numbers and rules and recognize that we should have been more clear. This comes from Valve. Uh, We want to apologize for the confusion that this has caused and also apologize for the broken mechanics that have led to an unbalanced event. So, um, did any of you guys delete things from your wish list for this? I would imagine not. No, I'm not retarded. Yeah. Right. Uh, Again, the, not not the words I'd use, but absolutely yeah. correct. I want to I want to use that anyway. The the confusion stemmed partially from the main Grand Prix page. Retarded. Where the lengthy rules segment offers advice for players looking to participate. It says, be sure to update your wish list before you we put the pedal to the metal, as the very best drivers will be awarded with their most wished for games throughout the event. So, uh, it says that Steam users misinterpreted the contest rules. Valve has made some changes to them as well. According to the company, the event dashboard and uh, manual on the landing page have been updated to further uh, offer clarification of the rules. So, yeah. This is good and bad. Uh, Obviously, it's getting... A lot of indie games are... The developers are getting pretty upset because... They're being taken off of the wish list and replaced with bigger games, such as like Skyrim or The Witcher. Um, what things are some that other... are twenty bucks? Yeah, things that are are more expensive. So, um, are there any games that you guys are looking forward to that uh, you do want to purchase? Possibly other other than Pathfinder Kingmaker, which I'm still on the fence about, uh, particularly. I kind of want to check out Hitman 2, to be honest. How much is that on the... Uh, it's oh, just under 25 bucks right now. Oh, that's, that's uh, not bad. I would, say, I would say for my time with Hitman, yeah. uh, it's probably very worth it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then, like, the, there's some games that I already have. So I already have Dark Souls 3. That's only 15 bucks, though, right now. Yeah, Dark Souls sucks. Though. So yeah, if you're interested in just be being mad for like twelve hours, uh, yeah, pick up Dark Souls. Dark Souls Three is a great artificially difficult game. Yeah, uh, Monster so, Hunter World is is half off. That's uh thirty bucks. 
So I would like to interrupt this by uh, remarking about something that I, an indie developer I follow on Twitter brought up. What's which that? is that Steam sale culture is a plague on indie developers who can't afford to discount their games by a ridiculous amount. And it's also yeah. unfair to people who buy games at full price in spite of the fact that the game will probably be discounted by some great amount later on down the line. Yeah. Uh, we saw this culminate in the form of Fallout 76 being a big old fucking garbage fire when it came out. And then everyone who bothered to waste their money on that piece of shit when it first released Me. then got shat on whenever it was 50% off like a week later. A week later. Me. That's... That's more a problem with the medium, though. That doesn't happen all the time. That happens with stinkers. Now, that 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 one in particular, yes. But what I, happens I, very often is that someone will release a game for, say, 20 maybe even just $15. Yeah. And maybe it looks interesting. And but what happens... Well, the, the prospective buyer may put it on their wish list or whatever, and then in three months, six months, whatever, whenever the next big sale co comes on, then they're going to be like, is it on sale? Yes. Okay. Now I'll buy it. Yeah. The, the, you have all these people who will go, I'll wait for it to go on sale. Yeah. And it fucks over those developers. And it... also putting the game on sale in the first place fucks over all those people who invested in you whenever the game was still full, was, was full price. Right. Right. Now, what do you say about the people like me who I get most of my games on sale, whether it's good old games or a Steam sale or uh, Nintendo's? I've been buying a lot of games from them lately, and they've been they've been pretty good with their sales. I think they picked up a lesson from Steam. But I use my wish list basically to say, hey, I'm not picking something up unless it's got a little green tag next to it. That oh, I, I do the same the thing. I'm not, yeah, I'm not going to pretend that I don't participate in it. Yeah. But it's something that we should probably acknowledge that that this isn't necessarily something that should be celebrated like it is because it's it's a net negative i think to the well-being of indie developers in general which they're the ones who actually risk losing something by either choosing to not put their game on sale or by losing sales because they don't put their game on sale until or they they wait and then or people who are going to buy the game wait to buy the game until later and then by that time you know say it's a like a multiplayer game or something well nobody was playing the game that whole time now nobody's going to play it now that it's on sale and in the meantime the developer's gone under anyway yeah it, like all of this can you, just cause problems yeah the, the best thing i could say to that is if you're a, de a developer and you don't want to go under got to make games people are going to play and yeah, they stop it, playing that. You gotta find out what went wrong and up. Like, I don't it, like League of Legends, of but it's market. obviously a good game just because of how much they updated and how much they constantly listen to their people. Um, it's it's a game. It I, I'm not gonna say it's a good game, but it is a game. I'm trying to think yeah. of other examples like that. Um, Overwatch, uh, Seven Days to Die, for example. That's a developer who obviously listened to their their audience. Yeah. Overwatch to a, a little bit lesser extent, but they still make changes like um whenever they, they need to. Tracer, for example, is an example. Like yep. it, a, a big part of this, it sucks if you can't buy a game on sale, but I look at it the same way I look at piracy, which is um 
and I do want to just say I haven't pirated a game since I've been employed, but back yeah. when I did pirate a bunch of games, I talked to people about them if they were good or if they were bad. I've probably yeah. gotten sales out of games that people wouldn't have normally buy by pirating them and just being like, hey, this is actually a really good game. So I was really... what happens with sales, too. It's If there's a good game and I pick it up on cheap, I'll tell people about it. And mm-hmm. Sometimes I'll even get people to play with me. Those are sales they wouldn't have had otherwise. That I, specifically I was... because of the sale, a lot happened. I was really poor when uh, Dragon Age Origin came out. Like, I worked fast food, and I didn't have much money at all. Uh, and I pirated Dragon Age Origins. I will openly admit that. And it was such a good game. I got so hooked into it right off the bat that I had gone and I went to GameStop and bought it when they still sold PC games. You were so, that defeated. You were that subconscious about self-conscious, I mean, about it. Yeah, I was just well, I was just like this is a really good game and I want to support more games like this. And then they released uh Dragon Age 2 and Dragon Age uh Inquisition, Inquisition. and I was disappointed. Very and very I disappointed. I really wish you did that. Yeah. Uh then I I should have got a uh, a trial of those games because they were bad. Um I and people say that Dragon Age Inquisition's a good game and they're wrong. There, have you played Dragon Age Inquisition? Very bad game. Don't buy it. Very bad game. I agree. Um, but I, but back to the point. Like, there are some games, like indie games, that if they're twenty or thirty dollars, I'll I'll buy them new. And I do buy games new, quite often. I bought Days Gone new. Uh, I bought Pathfinder Kingmaker new. Uh, if I'm interested in the game, I will I will pay full price for it. But there are a lot of games like. Uh, Metal Gear Solid, The Phantom Pain. I'm not going to buy that for full price. Uh, right now, it's uh, 12 bucks. That's actually pretty tempting. Eh, I'd even say 12 bucks. Phantom Pain is a very short game. Is it? It's is a it very really? short game. Uh, slime... if, you, if you let it be, yeah. Yeah. And I definitely yeah. let it be. Yeah. <laughs> There's a, a Well, I mean, Skyrim you can beat in two hours. So. Yeah. Or, or three hours. Yeah, what? Those are apples and oranges. Okay. I, I was looking at this thing and it was it, it's in the top sellers of the game list and it says $999 and I was like what the heck it's the Valve Index VR kit. Yeah. That's the whole <laughs> shiboy. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, Valve apologized to uh the indie developers who basically got their 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 works kicked off of lists. Yeah. And and that this whole thing, this whole thing with the Grand Prix has nothing to do really with what I was talking about. No. There's a bunch of fucking idiots who don't know how to read. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And apparently don't understand how the wishlist system works. Right. And just started removing shit from their wishlist thinking they had to do that instead of just dragging the fucking bar off to the left. Yeah. Yeah. I understand. I, I understand what you're saying. Uh, one last thing is that new Bloodstained game is out, and it's $36 on the sale. It's only 10, It's only 10% off, but I hear that's a really good Metroidvania game if you like Metroidvania games. Well, I mean, it's, yeah, it's Castlevania. Yeah. It's, it's supposedly just Symphony of the Night. Pretty much, and uh, I hear that's that's one of people's favorites. So, you I have You ever played Symphony of the Night? Nope. Nope, never played it. I quit. I quit. quit. I'm out. That's it. I, I, uh, I'll say I love Symphony of the Night. Oh, good. Good. Uh, I had it in 64 when I was a kid. So. 
I played it on Xbox 360 for the first time. I still haven't played it. Nope. Never never touched it. So It's so good. I hear it's a good game. I I hear It is it is one of the like one of one of the pioneers of the genre while also being one of the best executions of said genre. Yeah. Yeah. I I hear good things. Maybe I'll I'll put that as like a Patreon goal. Play Symphony of the Night. I need to start a Patreon, but uh after that, Patreon goal. So anyway, um we're done. We're done. Pretty kind of a short episode, but that's all right. And uh I want to thank you Aroa for being here. No problem. I want to thank you Aroa gulping on microphone for being here. <laughs> uh thank you uh Connor for being here. welcome thanks thanks and uh i want to thank you nathan reens ruth for uh dealing with connor and aroa every fucking week um we'll be back next week we'll have some more stories to talk about uh you stop whatever no bad stop that did you switch to your vibe headset for a second (laughs) i turned the gain all the way up and put the mic against my throat while i swallowed good 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 uh, Connor was saying that he wanted to use the Vive headset for the entire podcast. <laughs> it's such a good microphone. It's positioned <laughs> right where the air moves the most. That's exactly what Nathan said. Yeah, it's it's bad. It's bad. So, thank you for being here. We'll be here next week, and uh, we'll have some more stories to talk about. Maybe we'll be able to tell us tell uh, the story of how we got our friend Alex a freaking computer finally. Uh, hey, thank you. Hey, uh, check out my live stream this week. Either, either Thursday. Uh, it'll probably be Thursday, New Year's Day. Uh, I'm gonna, oh yeah, I'm gonna, gonna play the, I'm gonna I, play the Five Nights at Freddy's VR game. I forgot to. I, I'm gonna be drunk. I, for, I forgot to get where we uh, where we find you. So Roa is a. Uh, At uh, Roa. Well, it's it's a Roa dot entertainment, right? Just uh, no, it's a row dot website. Oh, row dot website. Yeah. I'm sorry. So, it's not entertainment's yeah. like forty bucks, isn't it? It's like way too exactly. much. Exactly. That's um, why I didn't pay for it. <laughs> and then uh Connor, where can we find you? At Twitter at Cyberpunk underscore monk on Mixer at Cyberpunk underscore monk. There we go. And uh yeah. And you it. can find me at Reeton everywhere, Reeton here, Reeton on Twitter, Reeton on uh YouTube. And then if you go to the the other places where you find podcasts, just put in Reeton Podcast. You're gonna find us. Uh, press the subscribe button, get it downloaded, and oh, leave a shit, comment guys. on iTunes. Thank you for being Bible here and goodbye. Ninety percent off. It's twenty bucks. Bible. The Bible test.